is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, it's Jill. Welcome back to Be You. Happy New Year once again. So for those of you finding us for the first time, thank you so much for following the nudge and listening to the call and the whisper or perhaps the slap in the face to listen to Be You. There's a reason you're here. You did not find us by accident. And for those of you who have been listening, I'm so glad you're back. We already had one episode for the new year. It was Beck Antonucci. It was amazing if you haven't listened. But this is my first solo episode, just you and me chatting, for 2023. And I'm genuinely like pumped and amped and recommitted again to another year with you on BU. I feel so good about this passion project and this, I guess I'll call it mission that I really feel called to. And I'm genuinely looking forward to what's coming in this year for this podcast for you and me together. So one thing I was just sharing with a listener is that I don't get to interact with you. You know, like I'm talking into the abyss, just into nothingness. And then I get these numbers back telling me I have all these people listening in so many different countries. Well, who are they? Like, of course, I have friends that listen and I've made new friends who say that they listen. But other than that, I don't know who's listening. So when I get a message from someone who listens to the show, it is so exciting to me. So I'm just going to read a couple of them. I uh, must not be too tech savvy because I didn't realize that if you're not connected on Facebook or Instagram with someone, their message goes into a certain archive and you have to like intentionally open that or access that. And I stumbled across that and found a lot of messages. And I, I just was connecting with someone a few minutes ago and with someone else a few hours ago. And it's so nice. So I'm gonna read a couple of messages to you. So this is Anila. And Anila said, hey, Jill, I just wanted to, by the way, she sent it in 2020, and I'm just finding it. So, hi, Jill, I just wanted to drop you a quick message. I was turned on to your podcast when my wife told me about it. Her wife is Tara. I've been hooked ever since. I'm catching up with all the past month episodes as we were in India doing work spiritually for four weeks with no phone internet. Plus, we were in silence. Ooh, that sounds amazing. That episode where you said not everyone can do this is not being arrogant. It is a straight truth. Keep doing what you're doing. I will always be your raving fan, Anila. I mean, Anila, that just, I messaged you and told you this, but I want to say it right here on the podcast. I am so grateful that you sent me that message. It was in divine timing as everything is. Thank you so much. Okay, this is from Destiny. 
She says, Jill, I just listened to your new podcast. Wow, you definitely are meant to bring this great service and source of inspiration to the world. I love the five pillars of your program. I love your guests. Mostly, I love the way you magnify the brilliance and talents of your guests who are people that are committed to full expressions of who they are called to be. They are expressing their divine blueprint as you are. What a healing journey this life can be, healing from a lot of ancestral and collective trauma, I love seeing who you are through stripping away all the inherited veils and cultural entrapments. Such a noble, radiant, divine being. Oh my gosh, Destiny. Thank you so much. And this message, oh my goodness, I lost who it's from. It says, I love listening to your podcast because they make me feel relatable and connected. Thank you for sharing your experiences and also being honest about the experiences you aren't ready to share in that moment. Your strengths and confidence are inspiring along with so many other qualities you have. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So this has really reminded me why I'm doing what I'm doing. And thank you for being here. So as we look at this new year, the first thing I would like to do is tell you that I pulled a card for you from a really special deck I have. And it's by Kyle Gray. And the deck is called Angels and Ancestors. I love, love, love this deck. And this message is specifically for you. The card I pulled is beautiful and it's an angel and it's called Mirror Guardian. Take time to reflect. All right, the message of this card is take some time to reflect on your strengths and challenges and how far you've come. Recognize your gifts. Angels accept you just the way you are. Even when you're going through a challenging time, they will still hold you in the highest esteem. The mirror guardian, a female angel looking into the mirror of life, invites you to witness your spiritual strength and beauty, to see yourself as angels do. The mirror represents the fact that your core beliefs and ideas are in fact what is reflected back to you by your world. Your life is one big mirror of how you feel within. And the mirror guardian helps you recognize that. When this card appears, you are being invited to take some time to see where you are right now. You're a beautiful being who is surrounded by so many challenges and expanded in so many ways. Your angels are now guiding you to take inventory of your life, to take time to know all of your recent experiences, the challenges you have surmounted, the strengths you have developed, and the lessons you have learned. Your angels want you to reflect on your strengths, in particular those aspects of yourself that you feel have not been acknowledged by others. Offer yourself approval where it's due and know that when you give yourself credit, others will be able to as well. Oh, that's so good. I hope you really take that in. I hope you receive that. That is from God in the universe to you. And I was happy to be able to deliver that message. So 2023, look, some of us had the shittiest 2022. (laughs) Some of us had an amazing 2022. You know, some people say that the new year doesn't even really start until January 22nd and that it changes every year according to like the moon, the planets, et cetera. So I don't follow that, but I'm not going to diss that. Who knows? That's, That's probably true. I'm celebrating it as the January 1st, but if you're feeling behind and you feel like you haven't really done the stuff that you need or should or could do to get yourself geared up for the new year, you are not alone. First of all, it doesn't matter if you're alone, right? Because it's your life. But I would say you're probably with the vast majority of people. 
most people are not like, quote unquote, getting it right. Well, no one really is. But if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's already the new year. I haven't picked my word. I still haven't even like looked back at the last year. Oh my gosh, I'm behind. Listen, you that right there is just like drinking poison. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. And you are exactly on pace for your path, for your destiny, for your life. Okay? So there's no timetable here. Now, there is something to having a day one, otherwise it turns into a one day, right? You know, so it is good to have a day one, but it's okay if you haven't had that yet. Maybe this episode is what you're supposed to hear so that you make today your day one, or maybe tomorrow morning is your day one. So you're not behind, you're exactly where you need to be, and it doesn't matter where anyone else is. And most people aren't really sharing where they are anyway. What you're seeing is probably not even accurate. So let's take a deep breath collectively together and say to yourself, I am exactly where I am meant to be. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. I am right on time. And this is going to be an amazing year. Now, we don't know what's coming in this year. We don't know what hand you will be dealt. We don't know what hand I will be dealt. There could be some pretty difficult things coming in the future for us. But what I do know and what you know is that whatever comes at us isn't happening to us. It's all part of our growth and it's a part of our journey. And it's going to give us exactly what we need, even if it hurts, even if it doesn't feel good, even if it looks horrible, even if it scares us or it challenges us or it knocks us flat on our ass. It's exactly what we need. So let's just surrender to all of it. Let's just welcome everything that's about to come in 2023 and let's make peace with it already with no anxiety whatsoever, no worry about the new year. Let's collectively decide that it is going to be a beautiful, expansive, wonderful year. Now, although we don't really have control of what's coming in the next year, we are always still co-creating with our creator. So the law of attraction is always at play. So we actually can help co-create what's going to happen. The lessons we're meant to get are still going to come. And you and I get to play along. So what if we look at the new year and we make the decision that there's going to be a theme for the new year? You know, looking back at the last couple of years, I realized, you know what? There's like an overarching theme that I didn't know was the theme at the time, but God knew. And when I look back, I'm like, oh, yeah. So then I thought to myself, what if I decide to be the director of my theater? What if I say, no matter what comes, no matter what my plan is created by a divine force bigger than me, no matter what's coming, what if I decide what I want the theme to be? So that's the lens I will look through for the year. And I'll be intentionally creating that theme. And then, of course, that's going to bring more of that and more of that and more of that all year because I've decided that that's the theme, even if the icky stuff comes. So if you're open to it, I would like you to consider doing that this year with me. So I'm going to quickly share with you what mine is, and then uh, we're going to do a little practice together, okay? So the first is that I decided to have a theme, and the theme isn't just going to come to us. Remember, if we're just all clogged up and gunked up, and we are just, you know, thinking and moving too much through our brain, 
it's not going to be the same as if we make peace with the last year, we, you know, really anchor in the lessons of the last year, we're grateful for the last year, we look back at fond memories of the last year, we look back perhaps through our phone and look at the pictures from the last year and we find things to be grateful for and we remember things like, oh, I forgot that happened or, oh, that was so funny when that happened, I love that moment. You know, if we don't do those things, we're, it's like we're coming into like a brand new house that was just built with like dirty old socks that are, you know, carrying lint and dirt and germs from an old house, right? With stagnant old energy from the old house. So if we want to walk into this new freshly built home with fresh, clean white carpet, right? We want to walk in there with clean feet or clean, brand new white socks. So if you haven't yet, you can still listen to this episode now, right? But if you haven't yet, I I encourage you to go back to the episode that came out December 26th. I believe that was episode 153. And listen to that episode and go back and take inventory of the last year. Clear out the dirty drawers, so to speak, in in your mind, you know, Throw out the old food that was left in the bottom drawer of the refrigerator that you didn't see in your mind, right? Anything you're carrying from last year, get rid of it, process it, make peace with it, forgive. You know what to do. Do all the things. And the guide is is also, there's a prompt in that episode that will help. So please do that first. You can still listen right now to this though. And then come back and actually do what I'm getting ready to do with you. Okay, so just remember that that analogy of walking into a freshly built, brand new home with clean, white, brand new pair of socks, walking onto that fresh, white carpet that has not been stepped on by anyone else. In fact, it's not only not dirty, there isn't a mark even from one footprint yet, right? That's what you and I are walking into with our new year, okay? All right, so... The theme that came to me when I did the exercise I just explained, and I then sat with, you know, what do I want my new year to bring? The theme that came to me was self-care slash it's my turn now. It's my turn. It's Jill's turn. I even heard something whisper to me, it's Mimi's turn. I go by Mimi as well because I'm a grandmother. So before I was able to get that guidance and hear that though, you know, besides taking inventory of the last year and anchoring in things and releasing things, I did what I'd like you to do now with me. Now, if you're driving or, in a, or you're in a place where you can't do this right now in real time, that's okay. Just listen along and then you can do it when you're ready to sit down and actually make the time and space for this. But I would encourage you, if you can right now, to do what I did. And that is find a comfy place, a clean area, clean it up, make sure there's no clutter around, light a candle. If you have any kind of incense, burn that. As I said before, I learned about Copal, C-O-P-A-L, from my coach last year, and I just love it. It clears negative energy very very easily. I love the smell. I just love burning Copal. Um, but do a little sage, do whatever you want. Light a candle and have just a nice little space for yourself. Sit there and make sure that you are sitting straight up and... I'm not going to take you through a whole meditation right now, but do some type of meditation. Turn on some peaceful music. Close your eyes. 
Put your hand on your heart center, middle of your chest. Put your other hand on your belly button. That's your nurturance canal. And take, you know, several, let's say five deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Really grounding and centering yourself. And picture a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful golden light coming down from above, through the top of your head, through every part of your body, starting with your forehead. And just watch it just go through every part of your body slowly. You can say a few words to yourself. You can say, I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm so grateful. I'm so excited about my new year. I'm ready to receive messages and guidance about this new year. And then you can pause. And I want you to think about, feel into your body. How do I want to feel in this new year? Because, you know, I think most of us know that New Year's resolutions just, they just don't work. They're kind of fun, but then they're not. Like they set us up for failure. They set us up for shame and they're just not the thing anymore. And it doesn't mean that goal setting isn't great and, you know, deciding what new habits we want to implement isn't great. But New Year's resolutions get most of us into a very negative place within about 30 days or less. So instead of doing New Year's resolutions, it's important for us to, to really feel into the intention we have for the new year. So what do I want to feel? What intention do I have for the new year? Just think of, well, your body will tell you what the answer is, but it's a feeling. It's an expression. It's not a goal, right? If I lose weight and I start going to the gym and I lift weights and I get toned and strong, okay, great. But what am I going for here? What's the feeling I want? What do I want to feel? How do I want to be seen in the world? That's the feeling that you want to go into. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to conjure up that feeling and really focus on that intention and anchor it into our body. And then when we go to, you know, listing some things that we'll do to support that, it's going to become very clear. But if we don't anchor this into our body and we're not focused on the feeling of it, and we don't really anchor it in, and we don't get attached to it, and we don't focus on the intention for the year. It's all just talk. It's just talk. It's more of our, you know, our autopilot's going to show up. This whole, you know, follow your gut. When people say follow your gut, and I've said that many times before, a lot of times our gut is wrong because we have not gotten trauma out of our body. And so our gut is just simply our nervous system looking for safety. And it can look really, really safe to, you know, eat a whole pack of Oreos and watch TV instead of getting outside and taking a walk and drinking water. That's not good for us, but it feels like safety to us. So that's why it's important that we don't get our brain and our gut involved so much, but we're going through our spirit, right? We're going through our body. Okay. So once you're clear on that, for me, what came through was my intention for this year was to feel light, to have fun, feel playful, to have like childlike play, pleasure, enjoyment, smiles, laughter. Like I can feel that in my body right now. It has nothing to do right now with how I'm going to get that. What is the main thing I'm trying to anchor in? That's what I'm trying to anchor in. So that's what I'm asking God for. That is what I'm asking the spirit for. That's what I'm asking the universe for. And I'm not just saying, can I have it? I'm saying, I am this. I feel it now. This feeling I feel in my body, please, this is what I want. This is what I want to move towards this year. And I know between you and me, God, 
We're going to figure out how to do that. But remember when the why is clear, the how to appears. Let's first get into the why, which is the feeling of it, the experience of it, the intention. All right, so mine was what I just shared. And then once you have that, ask yourself, because only you know, maybe you don't have a word for the year. Maybe you don't want to have a word for the year. Maybe you have four or five words for the year. My words last year, I've only had a word for the year for maybe five years or something. And last year, I had multiple words come to me and I'm like, why not? I don't have to follow anyone else's rules. And I was so glad I did. My words for last year were receive, fun, fitness, and flow. And I have those written in a place where I would see it every single day. And I would ask myself, am I creating a feeling of receiving? Am I in the mode of receiving? Am I in the flow? Am I feeling and experiencing fitness? Am I having fun? And many times the answer was no, but it was a good check-in for me. So whatever words come to you, let them come. And, And it may not be right now. In fact, it probably won't be. It may take a little while. But whatever words come, don't question them. If you really have done the centering and the breathing and the the anchoring, the words will come. Whatever they are, just write them down. And maybe it's one word. Maybe it's just a theme. So my words were boundaries, play, and focus. I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> those don't even make sense. They aren't even related to each other. But then I just kept staying open. Remember, the guidance we receive will make no sense to our logical brain and make perfect sense to our spirit. And then I got it. Oh, I get it. For me to have a year of self-care and putting myself first, someone who has struggled with martyrdom for years, someone who has put herself last and celebrated that and then complained about it and celebrated it and did more of it. Someone who has put herself on the back burner forever. For me to have a year of self-care, I've got to have boundaries. That was all God. Like that would never be a word of the year for me. It sounds very negative almost. But I realized, oh, I got it. I got it. I'm building like a fence. I'm building some boundaries around myself. Okay, makes sense. Okay, the next word that came to me was play. Well, that makes sense because that's the feeling I said I wanted to create. That's the intention for my year was I really wanted to be playful and have fun. And and side note, for me, the reason I'm focusing on that is because this past year of 2022, I was so intentional in some really, really deep inner work, you know, the work as we call it, but really intentional and, and getting coached and having regular calls and doing a lot, which I do not regret going on some um, really powerful retreats, et cetera, et cetera. And I realized, okay, I this year, my deep inner work is not doing the deep inner work. The deep inner work is to play and have fun and live my life, to let things settle and integrate, to let myself not be so serious about personal growth. That's my inner work. That's the guidance that came through to me. So boundaries, play, and then the third word was focus. I'm like, focus? What? I thought I was playing. But then as I did some writing, some journaling, and I would recommend doing that, what came to me was, oh, when I have the boundaries in place and when I play and enjoy life and have fun and laughter, then I can have clear focus, the focus to do something I've been talking about for years, which is writing a book, 
the focus to really focus on my self-care through my health, my nutrition, things like that. So for me, it makes sense. Your words won't make sense to anyone else and they don't need to. So what words are coming through? And then once those words come through, grab out a journal and start writing. Just start writing what's coming to you. I started talking about my new year, like what I was envisioning. You know, how do I feel? How do I walk through life? How do I look? What kind of things do I do? And what does it look like to play? What does it look like to have boundaries? What am I going to focus on? Now that may change. It may change several times, but this is what was happening. So just let yourself, this is your show. Let yourself just play with this and see what comes through, okay? All right. So once you've done that, I have some questions for you to ask yourself. The first is, what can I renegotiate, delegate, take off my plate, or just say flat out no to in this year so that I can have what I just said I wanted to create? Make a list. There should be several. What can I renegotiate, delegate, say no to, get off my plate in 2023 that's going to help me, support me in that vision I have for my myself for this new year? We got to clear some things out. Number two, how will I intentionally create more of what I just said I wanted? So if I'm looking for laughter, if I'm looking for play, if I'm looking for fun, how am I going to create that? What's it going to look like? Because we can't just say we want it. We've got to come up with some examples because we will go right back to our old habits. How am I going to get that? Be very specific. For me, I'm going to sign up for a dance class. I already scheduled some travel, which is something I never do. I already scheduled travel. Number three, what's one new habit or practice that supports this vision or intention? So this is getting a little more specific. For example, if you see yourself healthy and vibrant and strong, healthier than you've ever been, looking better than you've ever looked, you may think it's only going to come one way. I've got to lift weights. I've got to do yoga. I've got to do Pilates. I've got to do this. I would like you to list three things that will support you in experiencing that even if you don't do what you say you're going to do. If you don't lift the weights, if you don't go to yoga, if you don't keep up with this or that, you don't do the no sugar, what if you just drank, you know, 50 ounces of water a day? What if you just committed to walking a couple times a week. This is setting a trap for yourself because if you don't do what you feel like needs to be done to get what you want, then you're going to go into a shame cycle. So instead of that, well, you know what? I can always just go for a quick walk. For me, it's dancing. I'm going to dance in the morning for five minutes in my in privacy to whatever music I want to dance to. That's something that I'm going to specifically do that will help me play, have fun, feel better, and also support my self-care and my health. So if I don't make it to the gym and I don't do the other things that I have listed, I at least will have done that. Okay, number four, who can I share this with for support? Find one person. They don't need to be your accountability buddy. They don't need to hold you accountable. But you sharing for support is very different. Doesn't that feel different? Find one person. And if it's your partner, that's great. But if your partner is going to be the one to encourage you to, you know, not do 
what needs to be done for you to have the life that you want, it's none, then don't choose your partner. Choose someone else. Choose someone perhaps who seems more intentional than you about what you're going for. So if you have one friend who's really great about having fun and letting loose and not taking life too seriously, then that person is your support person. All right, so who can I share this with for support? And then you need to share it with them. (laughs) Don't make them feel like they're responsible for you though. They don't have to hold you accountable, but just say, I wanna share this with you because I wanna speak this to you out loud and feel free to tap me on the shoulder and see if I'm doing it. Okay, number five. I encourage you to trust that the people and opportunities will come when your intention is clear and it's felt in your body. And while you trust that the people and opportunities will come, that miracles and magic are coming your way, that synchronicities will happen and things that will blow your mind will happen while you believe that will happen, I want you to also keep asking for it. Keep asking your creator, whatever you speak to, right? divine love, God, whatever it is, whatever word you use, say, I'm here for it. I'm welcoming miracles and magic and abundance. Please bring to me the people and the situations and the conversations. Bring them to me to support this vision of mine because I will be ready for it. I'll be watching for it and I won't doubt that it's you. Please bring them to me. Ask regularly. All right, so we just went through the five exercises, questions, etc. And so for me personally, as I said, my theme is self-care and my turn. My words are boundaries, play, and focus. I have just had a session today online with my doctor going over some supplements that will be helpful for me. I had some blood work drawn today. I am going to sign up for a dance class. I scheduled some travel. I really, really all day today anchored in the feeling of joy and playful and fun, even treated myself to a pedicure. And I chose this like glittery polish that I would never, ever, ever normally choose that looks like confetti to remind me of this theme for my new, my life this year. And I think you'll probably hear it coming through in this podcast. Okay, so at the end here, I wanna share with you that you've heard me mention coaches that have changed my life and experiences that have changed my life. And I bring guests on here who I know can help you get to where you want to be. And I want to remind you that these people are accessible. So I don't do any coaching. I don't have any programs that I offer. Um, Maybe one day I will, but I don't now. So my coach, Sigrid, Sigrid Tazis, you've heard me mention her so many times. I went on a retreat in Tulum, which was life-changing. One of the biggest blessings of my entire life. And so opening, it just cracked me wide open. It's just, just a beautiful, expansive experience. And she's offering it again this March. And so I asked her for a link to it. And I have it in the notes for this episode. So if you look at these show notes, you'll see the link. If for some reason you don't see that, you can just go to her website. It's Sigrid, S-I-G-R-I-D, Tazis, T-A-S like Sam, I-E-S like Sam, SigridTazis.com. And you can look for her retreat. She also offers VIP experiences, which is what I did with my family when I brought her here. She has beautiful online containers. There's just a lot that she offers. So consider looking into working with her. Christine Hassler is a previous coach of mine as well. 
And they don't even know that I'm saying this, by the way. But if you go, Christine is with a CH. All of this is in the show notes. ChristineHassler.com. She has a beautiful, like really inexpensive inner child workshop that is just so great. Other offerings that are wonderful. A wonderful podcast. Her husband, Sifandos, uh, who also has been on the show in the past. My daughter is doing something with him right now. Once a month, he has a female-only online breathwork experience. So you do breathwork, and at the end, he does some coaching. And um, that's like $38 or something so inexpensive. So that's something is I would recommend for the new year. And then Kara Elizabeth, C-A-R-A-H, Elizabeth. You can find these you know, people through the show notes or just find them on Instagram is someone who's been on our show. She coaches and has coached for over six months with one of my adult children. I would 100% hire her as a coach. She is so good and so highly trained in so many different modalities and super, super affordable. I mean, I'll be transparent. I mean, working with Christine Hassler or Steph or some of the others um, that you've heard me mention in the past, you know, they're worth it, but it's a high ticket. And Kara is so accessible and I highly recommend her for like daily coaching. Why did I add that? I added that because I was thinking like, besides everything that I wanted to share on this episode for the new year, I also wanted to just like make an offering to you that I can't offer myself. Like if I were a coach, you know, I would be offering something right now with the new year, but I don't do that. And I just don't want you to forget that, you know, listening to podcasts is wonderful, but there's nothing like being held by a professional them holding space for you and walking you through the release of what's holding you back is very different from reading about it in a book or doing an online course. So the first thing I would recommend would be considering that retreat in Tulum in March. I mean, it's very affordable. It could be at least three times the price of what it is. She only takes, I mean, like seven people. So you need to look at it this minute as soon as you hear this. And then the next thing would be to look into actually hiring a coach. So anyway, that's for you to take it or leave and uh, decide if it's for you, but it's my suggestion. So for this new year, we have some really great guests coming. I'm going to experience with you looking into some new tools that we haven't mentioned. I'm trained in something called parts work or internal family systems. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to bring a guest on to share with you, and you may know more than me about this, about tapping. It's something I've never done. I've enjoyed Thai massage over the last year, so I'm going to bring someone on to talk about that. And if you have suggestions for the show, feel free to make them. Tell me what those suggestions are, and we just might talk about it. So I'm excited about the new year with you. Thank you for spending time with me today. Thank you for being a part of this beautiful community. Um, Remember that you are the director of your theater, and you get to reinvent yourself at any moment. And you get to show up in this world however you want to show up. And as always, breathe, love yourself, and fully, fully surrender. See you next week.